0: You are listening to Behind the Horse's Eyes on the Illiterate Podcast Network. Alright, so i got a little housekeeping i got to get out of the way before the episode starts, so bear with me here. I think at some point during the episode, I said Jade and I were going to be at the Kentucky Horse Park in Lexington, Kentucky on June 29th, Friday. Except, Friday is not June 29th, it is the 30th, so we're actually going to be at the Kentucky Horse Park on June 30th, this coming Friday. So let me say that again, Jade and I will be at the Kentucky Horse Park in Lexington, Kentucky, Friday, June 30th. Now, we're going to be all over the park all day. I don't know where we will be at any given time. We do not have that plotted out or planned out or whatever. So if you want to hang out with Jay and I, you're going to have to find us. Or you can message the show or message one of us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. And if we catch the message, we'll be happy to tell you where we're at the park and you can come hang out with us. If you can't make it to the Kentucky Horse Park, Saturday, July 1st, I will be in Dayton, Ohio at wright Pat uh, for the Museum of the Air Force. I'll be spending the majority of the day there. I'm going to be hanging out with the fine folks over at Jumpstart Equestrian, and then I'll be spending Sunday at their facility riding some beautiful horses with those folks. So if you're anywhere in the area of Lakeston, Kentucky or Dayton, Ohio, This weekend, if you want to hang out with any of us, this would be the weekend to do it, because I will probably not be up that way again for quite a few months. So that's it. That's all I wanted to clear up. So without any further ado, here is me and Jade, and we have got a heck of a show for you. And welcome back to another episode of Behind the Horse's Eyes. Look at this. You guys are getting an intro instead of a cold open. That's because me and Jay's been talking about music for I don't know what, the last hour.
1: If if we didn't if we didn't hit record right now, we weren't going to. Yeah, well, you know, it's it
0: is no, we weren't gonna stop. That's why I was like, you know, you ready to just roll <laughs> the old wagon down the hill in flames like it is? So um yeah, so there's that. The um so Jade and I were talking and Jade and I are both fans of music. Just from everything. I mean, come on. Jade is Marty Raven's bass player. Uh, usually that's how I introduce him. I'm sorry, Jade. I I'm, I'm disappointed in myself that I did not introduce you as Marty Raven's bass player. But Jade had the, had, the, had the idea that we want to do something to incorporate the fact that we are we're students of music. Um this musical theory, all the way down to compositions—you name it—we we are fans. We, we're all over the place with with our music, wouldn't you agree? I would say so. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about so. we were just talking about Prince, and Elton John. I mean, you know, and the Beatles. Um, yes. eclipse is what you call that. Yeah, I'll take that. I don't know. I've been called flamboyant, and I've also been called having tendencies. I don't know what that means, though. <laughs> uh. I know exactly what that means. (laughs) uh, So as soon as I can bring up my notes here. So Jay and I decided that we wanted to – some of our favorite songs that revolve around the horse or rodeo or just the life, right? Cowboy stuff, equestrian stuff, whatever. Some of our favorite songs that uh, incorporate that kind of stuff and kind of just – Tell y'all why we like them. And it was a good way for us to maybe introduce some of y'all to some of our favorite songs that mention horses or rodeo or equestrian sport or whatever. And um, not only that, but just for us to be able to talk about music and, and, and share our, our ideas on, on music. Wouldn't you agree? hmm Jade's like, mm-hmm.
1: I would. I would. I would. All well, right. and – and the thing is, as you listen to these, it, it's all in interpretation. It really is. Now, we're not going to be able to play any of this
0: because, obviously, this is copyrighted. But in the notes of the show, I'm going to have a list of all the, the songs and the artists we talk about, uh, and you guys can go listen to the songs. Um, but, but, yeah, I, who wants to go? You want to go first, Jay?
1: Now, these are in oh, no I'll order, first, correct? And- Mine are in no particular order. No, no, and I'm going off memory considering I left my note in the basement in my scramble to find a working computer. Bad, bad boy. It'll happen. I did get remember that on, my beer though. You'll get that on them big jobs. <laughs> so so I will start when when we were going back and forth earlier. You you mentioned I I mentioned Toby Keith. You yeah. said you didn't have it. Did you not. mentioned the song, and I said that's not what it is. Oh, you did. Whiskey for my men, beer for beer my horses. For my horses. Yeah, that's a good song. That's a good I'm not, song. Yeah, it's I'm over the, a decade old at this point. Don't
0: remind me. Um, first of all, what makes that song great to me is Willie Nelson, hands down. 100%. Yeah, Willie Nelson. Because I'm not, and I'll be the first. to, I'm not the biggest toby keith guy i don't hate toby keith by no means uh i mean i came up in a generation that should have been a cowboy you know was a huge song and like and being the kid that i was which Mm -hmm. i really wasn't a kid at that time i was younger but you know i kind of lived vicariously through that song but so why is that song you know and for
1: important to you (sighs) A, a huge part of it is just willie's involvement I mean, it, it, it its really, you know, anytime you hear Willie's voice, it kind of harkens you back years to when he was just on yeah. his A game. Well, and uh, Willie's releasing. still on
0: his A game, by the way. I don't know if you've heard Willie lately. He, he Willie is. still sounds great. He's like Merle Haggard. Like Willie Merle, still sounds like Willie. Yeah, Merle did that for years. You're like, does Merle Haggard ever age? Um, mm-hmm. the 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 song for me beer for my horses uh really is really reminiscent of a of the of the 70s type of country music vibe like mm-hmm. there's a story there um and it's very marty robbins esque uh, yeah, and, but and I but don't... modern poppier you know if that makes any sense
1: well, and, and I don't want to take away from the fact that it was a Toby Keith song by highlighting Willie, but no. anytime, anytime I hear Willie Nelson sings, it just puts me in this, mm-hmm. you know, West Texas on the border state of my Poncho and Lefty. You oh know, gosh. Yeah. So, songs like that. It, it's just. It, it it puts me in a it puts me in a frame of mind that's hard for me to explain. Willie does.
0: Yeah, no, and I, I 100 percent agree. Pancho and Lefty is one of those songs, and, and now it's not a, it's a it's a western theme song, but it's not really a song about horses or radio's it's probably not on anybody's list. Right. Uh, but you have Ray Charles on that track too. Hmm. I mean, come on. Well, it's like this. Think about the Highwayman without Willie Nelson. It's not the Highwayman. I was a high exactly. Highwayman, along the coach roads, I did pride. I mean, it's not the same. No, that's my Willie no, it's impression. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'll go. I'll go next. I'll go next. This one might throw you for a loop. You may or may not know this song. I hope you know this song. It's uh, "Bandy the Rodeo Clown" by Mo Bandy. <gasps> Who was once
1: a, bull-hooking a bull hooking son of there a gun. There it is.
0: I love it. N- now who love. keeps a pipe? Hit out behind shoot number one. That song tells First of all, uh <sighs> if that song doesn't get you a little bit, you've never been heartbroken. I and mean, not only that, yeah. I, I grew up in a generation where Mo and Joe was a thing. Um but Mo Bandy, you know, did stuff uh, outside of Mo and Joe, and Mo and Joe was kind of a comedic kind of country act and all. Uh, but what a lot of folks don't know is, Mo Bandy was a rodeo cowboy. He really was. And you know, mm-hmm. for him to write a song like "Bandy the Rodeo Clown," uh, it just—I—I love—I love his. You know, his. I'm not going to sit here and say Mo Bandy had an amazing voice, but his voice on that song is really, really good. Um, but the the subject matter. Of just being heartbroken, and you know, just how he he ends every part with uh, what people think about him. You know, the kids all think I'm funny. The the cowboys think I'm handy. You know, when he's just
1: he, he's just dying on the inside. Yeah,
0: you know, I love that, here,
1: about that. Here's song. the thing. When when I was in the the country music circles, people, you know, they would make. What they considered humorous comments about Mo Bandy, yeah, and I'm just sitting there, just li- listen to the lyrics of that song. That is a well written song. It, it really is, and 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 Mo Bandy wrote that song. Yeah,
0: and and Mo wrote that song from the heart from an experience that he had. It and Mo. If – if I believe if Mo Bandy had pursued a career like Chris Ledoux did, where just riding rodeo tunes like that, uh, he would have been an underground success. And so we'd be talking about it in the day, and the kids would be blowing him up in their trucks so like they do Chris. Um, but, you know, yep. Mo, Mo, Mo Bandy was one of those guys that just wanted to do what he wanted to do. Damn everything else, even the Mo and Joe stuff. Uh, I like Mo Bandy. I love Mo and Joe. And be damned, anybody wants to say anything bad about Mo Bandy, I, I like both. Yeah, and I know that he, my my, he, my younger he, people probably listen to this has probably never heard of Mo Bandy. Uh and like I say, there's going to be a list of all of these songs you need to check out. And Jay back me up on this. If you have never heard ba- uh, Bandy the Rodeo Clown and you're in this type of lifestyle, buddy boy, you
1: need to listen to that song. I, I, I was going to say, if, if when you look at this list, if you don't listen to anything else, and we have other stuff coming up, listen to that one.
0: Did, did, I, did I throw you for a for loop sure. coming out the gate with, with Bandy the Rodeo Clown? You, you did, man, you hit hard.
1: I heard you I heard you go, <gasps> you hit hard. Oh, it gets better, dog. It gets so much I'm, better, I'm dog. I'm really ashamed that I hadn't thought about it myself. I'm kind of happy
0: you didn't. Um. I don't want to share that one. <laughs> All right, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, Mr. J- Mister Marty Raven's bass player. What you got?
1: Okay, so so the next one. This, this one I would call, if you can call it more obscure, uh, okay. of Garth. You know, Garth Brooks. It's not necessarily a horse song, but have you heard Cowboy Bill? I have not. You need to. You need to Why listen you, to that. You've got a you judging look
0: on it. your face right this moment. Like I'm being judged.
1: <laughs> so I had never heard it until, um, for a long time I had XM radio in my yeah. truck, and and there's the there was that channel. period of time that. There, there was that period of time that, that Garth had the, the Garth channel. This was one of his earliest songs. And if I'm remembering correctly, was on his first album. Um, the, the short kind of version of the story being told was about these boys going down to a feed store and listening to an old man talk about his days in the Texas Rangers, yeah. you know, and chasing, you know, chasing, chasing guys in West Texas on horseback and, it's just, it's another one of those songs that tell a, an awesome story, you know, I, that puts you in that Western, West Texas, a hundred years ago, state of mind.
0: I'm I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to check that one out. I've never heard that song.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured,
0: I figured, you know, like, cause when you said Garth Brooks, I was like, he's going to say Rodeo or something, you know, which I is kind of which is kind of cliche, but it's Rodeo is a good song. Uh, <laughs> do you know? All right. Here's a here's a fun fact for everybody. Here's your trivia for the episode. Jade, I'll ask you this question. Do you know who was Garth Brooks's biggest musical influence? Think about the type of guy Garth Logic think,
1: would tell me Chris Ledoux. Logic would serve
0: you correct. Garth Brooks was a rodeo cowboy. Mm-hmm. He grew up. He grew up a cowboy, listening to Chris LeDoux. That's why he mentioned Chris LeDoux as much as he did. not Chris LeDoux would have never probably reached the the mainstream if it hadn't have been for Garth Brooks.
1: Yeah. There's so, your trivia. Yeah. Uh, one song from Garth Brooks.
0: Oh yeah. Um. All right. I'll go next. This is one you might not know. It's kind of an obscure artist um uh, no it's not ian munzik i don't have ian munzik on my list not that i'm anti-ian Munzig. it's just <laughs> a little too new um have you ever heard of kyle park i have not okay well he's got a song called rio not. and uh, it's about buying a horse and taking that first ride on that horse and the guy tells him you know uh, I want you to take him past the lake and let him run. And, uh, it is an absolutely amazing song. You need to check out Rio by Kyle Park. Um, and it, it's really, he's just telling a story about going down in in South Texas and, and buying a horse and how amazing this horse is and how they instantly have a connection. Okay. Yeah. Why don't okay. you take him out past the lake and let him run? You'll learn that red turns to gold in the setting sun.
1: People have both have heard both of us sing tonight.
0: Yeah, no, and I'm not even like trying to, so I promise you, I sound a whole lot better when I actually try to sing. Jade probably does too. Uh, I've made money singing before, probably not as much as Jade has, but you know. Uh, so
1: I'll let you go next. I'll let you go next. Okay, so let, let's go ahead and and. And cut to the classic. Uh-oh. Everybody's heard, everybody knows, and everybody enjoys. If it's on my list, I'm gonna. Amarillo be by morning. Damn it, it's on my list, but that's okay. <laughs> no, but it just helps me
0: cut out one because I had ten and you didn't. Um, that, it does not get that much is the, better than the king.
1: No, no, that is the quintessential Western country songs as so, far as l- I'm concerned. You know
0: a little trivia about that song? George Strait was the third person to cut that song.
1: Seems like I may have heard that somewhere. The
0: the guy I never that really dug yep, into it. The guy that the guy that wrote it cut it. I cannot remember his name. Somebody's screaming at me right now, going, "How dare you!" I cannot remember the guy's name. Uh, then Chris Ledoux cut the song, of all people, and then Garth Brooks. So Chris Ledoux really? actually cut Amarillo by Morning." Um but that was George Strait's first hit. That was the song that skyrocketed yep. George Strait too and I don't care you could give Mary Had a Little Lamb to George Strait and he'd take it number 1.
1: Absolutely. That man Absolutely. still ropes by the way. He's a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife when she was at AIT at Fort Sam Houston um had gone at, to, to one of those, you know, they have, they have rodeos all over and all the time in Texas. Yeah. Um, but she had gone to, uh, a festival to see George Strait. He was playing locally Ooh. and he actually cut his concert short because he didn't want to miss his son's roping yeah. at the rodeo. And, uh, I mean, he, he, he doesn't just talk the th- talk.
0: I know. He walks he's, a he's lot. He's the real deal. I got another piece of trivia about his son. Mom used to tell me... Uh, let me see if it's true. Uh, Never mind. Wait, he had a... <laughs> he's got two sons.
1: He's got a junior. uh but yep. then and that's who it was that's who she told me it was yeah he's just
0: a couple of years older than me um i want to say he had another son that was like born around the same time i was which i could be completely wrong with that mom used to tell me this. you know how moms are now amarillo by morning is is one of the songs if you've ever traveled showing horses or rodeoed or anything like that uh it, it hits, it hits a little different. And i got another song on my list too that hits a little different too when you've, when you've kind of lived that life. And I've dabbled in that life. So I've got, I had that song plus two others that just really solidify what that life is like. I mean, uh, yeah. I, and it doesn't get much better. It doesn't get old. It's a song that you could hear three times a day and never go, man, Amarillo by morning again? No. Nobody ever says that, and if you do, don't listen to my show. We're not friends. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I'm going to hit you right in the feels with my next one. Um, It's one of my favorite uh, singer-songwriters. He's kind of a niche kind of guy in Nashville these days. Um, He's always been considered kind of a a music nerd, and uh, I love him. Uh, but that's Texas in eighteen eighty, and at the time it was by Foster and Lloyd. But let's just let's just pay attention to the Foster part. And that's Radney Foster. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, Radney yes. Foster is amazing. He's, chances are, whatever your favorite country song pop song is these days, Radney Foster probably had a hand in writing it. Um, but Texas in eighteen eighty reminds me of when I was a kid when I first heard that song, and I never did, I didn't know the lyrics until I was older. I always thought, you know, and he says, "Ride that pony fast like a cowboy from the past, be young, wild, and free, just like Texas in 1880." And the the song is a, literally about living a life of a of a rodeo competitor, you know, yeah. and you know, going from town to town. Um, and it's it, it's an awesome song, but the the, the crazy thing about it is. There's a newer updated version with Pat Green, of all people. Another, really? phenom- another phenomenal artist, by the way, Pat Green. If you ever get a chance to go see Pat Green, go see Pat Green. He is a whole lot more than just wave upon wave. Um, but uh, there's an updated version of Texas in 1880 with Pat Green. It's phenomenal. Um, but as a kid... Uh, I never sing it as "Ride That Pony Fast." I sing it as "Ride That Pony Bear." Don't ask. I was a kid. I was like four years old. Okay, (laughs) but that song solidified. And I was—I was a kid. I might as well have been born in the fifties or sixties. You see kids running around with cowboy hats and cap guns through their neighborhood, you know, playing cowboys and Indians. That was me in the eighties. And I wanted, you know, all everyone. I mean, that's why I gravitated toward horses. Um, but it was that song Like It mm-hmm. was like nothing else on the radio At the time, you know Like we were, at that time it was You know, it was Earl Thomas Conley John Conley, KT Oslin You know Uh, you had a few older guys George Jones were still knocking out stuff But, you know, you had Um Uh, Conway was still knocking out A song or two every once in a while But there was this young hip guys foster and lloyd you know and they had this mm-hmm. song you know about being a rodeo cowboy and i just gravitated straight to that i love that song i still love that song to this day but you need to check out the version with Radney foster and pat green though
1: <clears throat> I, yeah i'm going to yeah i did i had no idea it, i didn't know that pat green was still pat green's still kicking babe i love pat green that's awesome Awesome.
0: And, and not related to anything because Pat Green's probably never written a song about a horse or a cowboy in a day in his life because that is not Pat Green. <laughs> Pat Green's Pat Green is all about uh, mixed drinks and the Gulf Coast sitting on a yacht or a boat <clears throat> and flip flops and a Hawaiian shirt. That's Pat Green, but he's he's, no, that's he's okay. A ta- that's okay. He's a, listen. You talking about two guys that are in love with the low country. That might as well be Gulf Coast time. <laughs> you know how those <laughs> boys feel. So. Pat Green would much rather have a fishing rod and a cold beer in his hand than a rope, uh, but that yeah. is okay.
1: Absolutely. All right. So my next pick—it's actually—it's an older song, okay—and it's been recorded by five, six different people over the years. Most Ooh, recently like- of which being Johnny Cash. Um, probably most recently before that by a folk singer named doc Watson. I think I know what you're about and to say. The Tennessee stud. Yeah.
0: Good God. What a song.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: So why does that, why does that song I, I was, hit different for you? Why is it on your list?
1: <sighs> you know, I, I've always been a doc Watson fan. Um, you know, and, and, and Johnny cash. Yeah. Um, you know it's just it's just a good song, it's a good song um and it and it kind of hits different as well because that is one of the first songs that my daughter started singing when we were driving down the road with her in the back seat. Are you um, serious you know yeah, yeah, you know, getting half the words wrong, but just you know just belting it out at the at the top of her lungs
0: dot um, Watson to me. And for, I don't, I don't. Know, this may be a horrible comparison, but he always hit me as like a Gordon Lightfoot esque kind of guy. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. He, he and he was, but I mean, and I love Gordon Lightfoot, and I hate that we we lost him recently. I, speak not trying to take away from Tennessee Stud for a second. If you go watch videos of Gordon Lightfoot like playing right before he died, he'd still look. I mean, not look, but he still sounded the same way he did in the nineteen seventies. That man's voice never changed. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the voyage of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, the
0: wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, to the wreck of the had yeah. how we, how'd we go from it, Tennessee stud yeah. to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rabbit hole.
1: They're both good. They're, They're both well, so good.
0: It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, well, my... Uh, yeah, my, you
1: know, I mean, I really didn't pick that. I really didn't pick it for any other reason than... I just, I just
0: like it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's, there's a song. lot of songs that you know? <laughs> I like and a lot of people are like, so what do you like that? I don't know, man. I just, I
1: just like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's nothing that I've dug in, you know, dug deep into, you know, to learn more about it. It's just something that when I hear it, I'm going to sing along every word.
0: I'll give you a good example. Seven Year Eight by Roseanne Cash. song makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Just love the song, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So my next, uh, all right, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter in the rodeo world. Uh, In a different generation. These youngins might not know anything about it. Uh, A little artist by the name of Dan Seals. He had an older brother named Jim Seals. Uh, who was in a little band called Seals and Croft. Uh, Dan was also known as English Dan. But uh, when, he, when he left the pop world behind, he uh, was Dan Seals in the country world and a hell of a singer-songwriter. Had a little song called Everything That Glitters. Mm-hmm. Being a girl dad and then being in that world at one point in time that song hits me so deep in the feels. Just oh my gosh, uh, the part where he talks about uh, you know uh, me and little Casey, we still make the circuit in a one horse trailer and a motor home, and then and then he backs that up with uh, little Casey's getting older and she's starting to asking questions, and there's just some things a man just doesn't know. Like being a girl, dad, man, that just hits. Oh gosh, it just hits so hard. First of it all, does. Dan Seals is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, he died Agreed. way too young. We lost Dan Seals way too young. Uh, super talented, awesome singer songwriter. Um, but he really, uh, he really captioned um, or captured. I mean, uh, the the rodeo life. For a lot of folks at, at that point in time, and that was not his only—that uh, was not his only um, rodeo song, but it was just one that stuck out with me when I when I first made it, when I first made this list. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good. So I'll let you go.
0: One. Oh yeah, I I love Dan Seals. I'll let you go. On. What's your next one?
1: Okay. So my next one, uh, being a bluegrass aficionado, Molly and Tim Brooks, Bill Monroe. Don't know now. I know tell Bill, me you Bill. You Bill haven't. I know, heard that. I know, I know Bill Monroe. I don't know the song. You don't know Molly and Tim Brooks. It's, uh, it's about a racehorse. No, I don't know that one. Let me, let me pull up the, cause I want to get them right. Um, I'm going to pull up the lyrics here. Just just to give you a little. Give me
0: a little. Give me a little. Give me a little
1: taste of it. Tim Brooks it was, was a big bay horse. horse. Yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim Brooks was a big bay horse. He wore a shaggy mane. He'd run all around Memphis, and he beat the Memphis train. And it's. Uh, I'm grinning because I like it a, already. <laughs> it's a. Uh, It's about a race between those two horses. Um, It's good stuff. Good stuff. And it's been around for, I mean, it's been covered by bluegrass musicians since it came out, you know, back in the 1940s, probably. You know, it's just kind of one of the enduring songs in that genre. And it might be one of
0: those I've heard in passing and I just haven't paid attention to. But, yeah, now I'm just going to have to check that out. You're going to have to send me your list after the show so I can (laughs) uh, take notes, homie. Um, So my next one, so I'm going to dip down to the bottom of my list just because, I don't know, since we were talking about folk singers earlier, I was just like, you know what? I I had a heavy hitter that was next on my list, and I was like, you know what? We'll, We'll take a little break. Wildfire by Michael Martin Murphy.
1: just in general i'm a fan
0: (laughs) i really i said not a heavy hitter but that's a heavy hitter in my opinion as a music guy that's a heavy michael martin murphy listen if you own horses and you're in the western world at least if you've never heard of michael martin murphy you need to sell your horse your saddle your truck your trailer it's like if you don't listen to chris LeDoux, say you shit same thing with Michael Martin Murphy. Before there was Chris Ledoux, there was Michael Martin Murphy, and he'd make you cry. <laughs> wildfire still <laughs> chokes me up, man. And, and Wildfire uh, is honestly about a girl who had a horse, and the horse, during a blizzard, breaks down its stall and runs loose, and she's trying to find her horse. And she went, calling wildfire. I mean, come on, man. <laughs>
1: That's man. Oh, heck! God. Yeah, I'm, I didn't have. I, I feel ashamed. Are you pissed? That I didn't you
0: didn't have on that on list. your list.
1: Just, just a, just a, just t- a touch. <laughs> just a touch. <laughs>
0: I was like, I'm about that. I said, I'm about to hurt him. I'm about to hurt this man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh
1: what you, gosh! What you now got, got next? To, now, now I've got to throw a good one, man. Mm-hmm.
0: I bet you didn't know we had a merch store. That's right, we actually have merch. If you head on over to the description, the notes of this episode, there will be a link there to the merch store. and You can head on over to the Mediocre Horseman store. From there, we have socks, we have hoodies, we have tanks, we have tees, and there's new designs coming out all the time. And the special this month is the Feral Appalachia shirt. 100% of the proceeds of that shirt are going to help feral horses in Appalachia. And 50% of everything else that's sold in the store are, is also going to go help feral horses in Appalachia through Feral Erin as part of the Appalachia Legacy Initiative. So click the link in the description, head on over there, get something, help out some amazing horses, some amazing people, and uh, help me feed my horses, for crying out loud. I want to take this opportunity to talk about our latest partner here on Behind the Horses Eyes, and that is Herd of Zebras. You can find them over at www.herd-of-zebras.com. And Herd of Zebras is more than just an equestrian lifestyle brand. It's a global community of just badass people who inspire others With their perseverance, grit, compassion, and authenticity. And what other people might call scars, whether it be physical or emotional, they call stripes. It's the experiences and the hardships that cause us to become stronger, kinder, and braver. Unlock all of that over at Herd of Zebras. I wear their shirts constantly. I was lucky enough for them to send me some swag. Um, I've done some promotional stuff for them. I'm going to tell you, I am sold. The quality of their products is, is, is amazing. They're, all their products are printed here in the U.S. You're not going to find better people and people with a better message than Herd of Zebras. If you use the discount code JRyan at checkout over at Herd of Zebras, you're going to get 10% off of your order. All the info for that is going to be in the description of this episode. That's wwwherd of dash zebras.com promo code JRyan for 10% off today. One of my most beloved sponsors has got to be Audible. I had an Audible account long before I thought about ever getting into podcasting. And Audible has a awesome gift for all of my listeners. And if you head over to audibletrial.com forward slash JRyan you're going to get a free audio book on them and me. All you have to do is sign up for a free trial and if you decide that Audible's not for you, and within 30 days, you can cancel. No harm, no foul, you spend no money, and you get to keep that free audiobook. Audible has hundreds of thousands of books in their catalog, read by world-renowned narrators. From New York Times bestsellers to the classics, they're all on Audible. So again, head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash jryan and pick up your free audiobook today. The term boots on the ground usually denotes that action is being taken, that something is being done. Unless we're talking about Erin O'Neill and the Appalachian Legacy Initiative. And quite literally, when we say boots on the ground, we mean her boots. As she is on the ground every day, up in the mountains of Appalachia, working with horses that the world has basically forgotten. From mineral supplementation, to medical care, to rounding up bachelor stallions. It is Erin, her pickup truck, and her dogs doing 99% of the work. So when she accepted a partnership with this show, I was more than elated. And she's not paying me. I just want to help. This is how ingrained this subject is to me. As an ethnic Appalachian and a lover of horses, how could I not want to play some role in what's transpiring in Kentucky and West Virginia. So if you want to be part of the amazing work that Erin's doing, there's going to be a link to the Appalachian Legacy Initiative in the show notes of this episode. And I invite everyone to go click it. Even if you don't donate, just read a little bit of the work that she's doing. And you're going to gain a whole new appreciation for what it
1: means to be a horseman. (laughs) <laughs> this is no song in particular. This is no song in particular. Pretty much anything by The Riders in the Sky. Oh, God,
0: yeah. Here's the thing. When I think yeah. of Riders in the Sky, I think of watching, um, what was the show that used to be on the Nashville Network? Uh, used to be a uh, evening show. Uh, Ralph Emery. Ralph Emery show. They used to come on Ralph Emery quite a bit. yeah And they would sing Ghost Riders in the yes. Sky. It seemed like every time they'd be on there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I met them at the they're Grand Ole Opry. They're still Old around, Opera. right? Yeah, they are. They are. I, I don't know how much they're touring, but they still have a rate. Reg- they're, they're Grand Ole Opry members, so they are there regularly. Um, Very well earned, I might add, for that membership. Um. But those guys it's just if you ever get a chance to see them I mean it's and, and and the thing is is if you go when you go and see these guys you see them on the Opry you know they're wearing the the big woolly chaps and oh yeah 10 gallon hats you know rhinestones all that kind of stuff these guys don't just talk the talk they no, they, 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 they walk they're the cowboys wall. they're cowboys yeah they're ranchers a hundred percent. Um, And that is very much reflected in any song that they do.
0: I, I think I'm getting, I don't Man, know, somebody's really giving is. me a hint, because uh I've just got two requests from Miss Susan Peer to join her live. She's just going to have to wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my next one, and I'm sorry because I'm about to break your heart, I'm about to hurt your feelings, because you're probably like, oh, God. It's on my list, or it should have been on my list. It's Cowboy in a Continental Suit by Marty Robbins. Yeah. That song that, – that song is sex. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it, for one, I've got a couple of Marty Robbins songs on here because, first of all, uh, Gunfighter Ballads uh, and Trail Songs is one of the best albums ever made, ever uh, not yes. only that, it's, it's, it's Marty friggin' Robbins. But Cowboy in the Continental Suit is probably my favorite song on that album. And then my <laughs> second favorite song on that album uh, is, is on here, too. My, th- But it's not my favorite Marty Robbins song, though. My favorite Marty Robbins song was back when he was a pop singer in the 1950s. And it's uh, White Sport Coat. That's a good one, too. But Cowboy in the Continental Suit is, it tells a story for folks that's never heard Cowboy in the Continental Suit. And I invite you to listen to it. Uh, it's a phenomenal song and it's about not judging a book by its cover. Uh, you know, it's a, it's about a horse that nobody's ever ridden and this guy shows up, you know, dressed in city duds, you know, not looking the part of a cowboy and he just rides the piss out of this pony. And and, and it's Marty Robbins, probably one of the greatest
1: storytellers in mainstream country music. I I said it earlier when we were talking about Willie. Marty Robbins is one of those Western singers that when you listen to his music, like you can feel the sand from the New Mexico desert hitting you in the face from the air conditioner vents. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you're you're teleported back to what he was singing about. Yeah, and I love that about him. That that yeah, yeah. is the that's what makes a a songwriter a songwriter. There are two
0: absolutes in country music. You want to know what they are when it comes to classic country music, and that is, you'll never get a better story told to you than Marty Robbins telling it, and you'll never hear a better guitar picker than. Um, Oh crap. What's his name that was Buck Owens' guitar player Don uh Don Rich. Don Rich. I'm sorry. Yep. That there are two absolutes in country music right there. Uh Don Rich and 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 Marty Robbins.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I'll
0: throw a third in there Absolutely. too. You you'll never hear a better voice or somebody with a better uh ability to work their voice in country music uh than Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard no, could play I everyone agree. on the radio's songs and sound just like them if he wanted to. Just listen to him doing just Absolutely. listen just listen to Merle Haggard do um you know other people. Like him doing Marty Robbins. Like he's done Marty Robbins, he 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 did Johnny Cash, you know, uh Buck Owens, and he sounds just like him.
1: Okay. So this one because my daughter does listen into this from time to time. I'm gonna throw this one in there. I need a quick custom shot. She some of that loves stuff, huh? she's all right. She she just looks up at me and goes, oh Daddy's friend's word. got a
0: potty mouth. <laughs> I do, baby girl, I do, um, and I apologize.
1: She she loves Ian Munsick. Horses are faster.
0: See, he didn't make my list, she but he made it. yours, and I love that song. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love that song.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, I, I don't remember where we heard it initially, but Hadley absolutely wore out Alexa. Alexa, play horses are faster. Alexa, play horses are faster. <laughs> Just, That's my daughter, it, it was though? basically on repeat for about two weeks. Yeah,
0: that's my daughter with a song that, honestly, I should have put on my list, but I didn't put on my list, and that is uh, Horse Soldier, Horse Soldier by uh, Cor Blunt. And my daughter's the same okay. way. She, yeah, she listens to it on repeat, but horses are faster. Um, Ian's got a wonderful, melodic voice, uh, and that's a yes. beautifully written song. Uh, and I honestly, I think most people in the Western world have probably heard that song by now. If you haven't, you've been living under a rock. Um, yeah. That It's just, I kind of, like, I don't know, it irritates me with Ian Munzik only because of that song he did with Cody Johnson. And he described a Mustang as a paint-colored Mustang, and the whole, every time I hear that, and I go, that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pinto colored Mustang, but not a paint colored Mustang. Sometimes you gotta make the words work. I mean, I understand that. Cody, Cody's a cowboy. Ian he, he Ian like used to pack yeah. horses and stuff, he knows. He was just like, Nobody's gonna get this, it'll be fine. Like everybody out there in the horse world is seething. Like, No, you didn't. <laughs> so no, uh yeah, yeah. that's an amazing song, by the way. Uh, that it and is. What, what is the one is. swayback? I, I don't know the name of it. The one he's talking about
1: swayback horses. The old swayback horses. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another banger. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm really digging this resurgence. God, yeah. In back to its roots, mm-hmm. country music.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get guys After like all of the yeah
1: pickup trucks drinking beer on a red dirt road.
0: Uh, you know,
1: bro, country.
0: Yeah, I'm just not a fan. Not, and not, hats not a off fan. for him for making it. And I have there's no hate in my heart but. for for like the Luke Bryan's of the world and stuff like that. You know, I Luke Bryan is genuinely in his heart a really nice guy. He is a super nice, mm-hmm. genuine, kind guy. Right? I'm just not a fan of his music, and I, I think that's yeah. that's okay. It's okay to, to like a guy but not like his music. Now he's got a couple of songs that are, are pretty good. Drink a beer. Drink a beer hits a little different for me because, you know, I've lost friends, you know, and, and, and stuff, and, and when I hear songs like drink a beer, you know, I, I'm okay with that. But it's just like, you know, you know, down on the river, cook us up a catfish, dinners, winter winter. Nah, dude, come on. <laughs>
1: Winner winner chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah, this is not my thing. Yeah, it's uh I I'm really glad to see this this yeah. This new era.
0: Well and you know, I tell kind. you somebody who probably should have been on my list but wasn't because I just I don't know, I wanted to keep I wanted to do because I figured you'd have some newer guys on there. And so I want to do a few more traditional guys. Uh, but you know Mm -hmm. Cody Johnson could have easily been on. Well, I think Cody is Cody is on my list.
1: Uh, Ah, the rodeo. uh, Yep,
0: we'll get to it. Uh, Um, yeah that that song hurts me because I have fought that battle. Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, you know, Ian. Ian, Ian is deserving, but there's a, uh, another – Zach Bryan is who I was about to talk about. Zach Bryan didn't make my list. you know. Zach Bryan has opened the gate, and if you've never heard Open yep. the Gate by Zach Bryan, uh, it's an absolutely amazing song. And it's not probably on either one of our lists, um, so let's just – I'll talk about Open the Gate real quick. It's about him living in his dad's shadow, <clears throat> who's a rodeo cowboy, and him trying to be better. Um, so my turn, right? So here we go. I'm sorry. I sing it as I come in the door from getting a beverage, uh, Saddle Tramp, Marty Robbins. Another on two Marty Robbins songs. Uh, I have three Marty Robbins songs on my list. (laughs) I had five, but I had to cut a couple of them out. (laughs) First of all, gunslingers and trail ballads. Uh, or whatever the album was called. It's just come on, it's just, it's <laughs> money, baby. It's I could have just listed every song on that album right there, you know, from <laughs> Big Iron to El Paso to I just, pff, just went down the list and it'd been fine. <laughs> Nobody would have batted an eye.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I really can't say a whole lot else about Marty Robbins that hasn't already been no. said. But I'm just saying I, and I think majority of folks out there have heard
0: Saddle Tramp, that song kinda went a little viral uh on TikTok for a little while. Uh as a s as a sound. And if you haven't heard Saddle Tramp by Marty Robbins, it's just an awesome trail ballad, you know, um it, it's a beautiful song basically explaining the life of a cowboy. Yeah, and that's really all that needs to be said about that song. It, that song stands for itself, and there's nothing we could say to church that song about. It's just a beautiful song. Uh, Marty Robbins really shows his range, how beautiful of a, of a singer and, and, and how talented of a guitar player he was. Uh, also a pretty good NASCAR driver, and among everything else Marty Robbins
1: did. <laughs> and I think a big part uh, but Marty Robbins is the biggest part of the reason that I have come to like Coulter wall as much as I have.
0: yeah, I like Coulter wall so, a too. lot of that
1: flavor in there. I
0: always tell people about Coulter walls enjoy Coulter wall now because that voice is not gonna last that that voice hurts no. the singing and that is not his natural singing voice. Uh, he pulls that voice out real deep and it does a number. On the vocal cords. Ask, it's uh, very reminiscent of a lot of Irish folk music. Singing the way he does. And you can ask a lot of those musicians. And they'll tell you it's only good for so long.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Like you
1: said. Enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy it while
0: it lasts. He's awesome. Uh, you're next, sir.
1: Let me pull up a phone here. This was not originally on my list. I thought about it while we uh, were uh Dan Fogelberg, The Run for the Roses. Oh, didn't even
0: think about that song. That's a badass song. That's
1: a good First song. First of all, it's
0: Dan Fogelberg, and That's if you don't know who song. Dan Fogelberg is, you need to go look him up.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good musician in his own right. Oh, Most yeah. of his stuff is just the kind of stuff you want to sit down yeah. when you're in the mood to just... yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: and uh, it didn't, didn't hurt that he was in a pretty good band at one point in time, too, you know. Correct. It was a very short, short-lived, short a lot of people don't understand that CCR was a short-lived band. They were only around a couple mm-hmm. of years. Yeah. yeah. That Dan Fogelberg, ladies and gentlemen, from Credence
1: Clearwater Revival, that guy. <laughs> He's had some good ones. Run for the Roses, Uh, there's one about Christmas It just makes you want to buy bottles of baileys and coffee
0: (laughs) i don't know the song you're talking about (laughs) i'll send it to you i can't remember the title off the top of my head i mean i can i always put baileys and coffee what are you talking about i mean what what else do you buy baileys for other than irish (laughs) car (laughs) bars that's my creamer uh, just
1: just for the just (laughs) just for the sake of the of acknowledgement we're talking about horses we're talking about music Let us not forget about the call to the post at the Kentucky Derby. Yes. Cheers.
0: We need to, we need to, we have, we have the inside source that we're going to get. We're going to try to get homey on the man himself that actually makes that call to post at Churchill Downs.
1: Um, I I have been in conversation. So you're
0: aware. Oh, is he, is he willing? Is he down?
1: If, if we can catch him when he's got some time.
0: Tell him yes. I don't need but like an hour of his time. <laughs> I'll come to him. Hey, right. I, hey, what is he doing? Hey, here's the thing. What is he doing the Friday that I come up? <laughs> Would he like to know. do lunch? I will buy him lunch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we can. I can't talk about speak for this friday but we can make the uh we can make the conversation happen make the
0: conversation happen okay that's what i like about folks stay tuned we got big things we got big things coming all the way around i'm in contact with a couple of nationally recorded nationally recognized recording artists uh can't say can't say who because it's not solidified yet but we have been His people have been talking to my people, and as in my people, I mean me. Uh, (laughs) um, but me and this person have conversed before, uh, in private, personally. And, um, but he asked me to get in contact with his, his management team so we could schedule something. And I'll let you know. Remind me after the show and I'll tell you, I'll tell you who that is. Um, so, all right. So is it my turn?
1: I was going to say, it feels like I've given like three in a row. I don't know. It may have. It's been a lot of beers.
0: Um, it doesn't <laughs> matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't no. matter. Um, okay, so this one right here hits a lot of people in the feels. It hits me in the feels every time I hear it, and it never gets old. Uh, one of my favorite singer-songwriters, and if you're in the rodeo world, uh, it's a name that you're definitely going to recognize. Uh, first time he makes an appearance on this list. And he's got a hundred songs who I could have put on this list, but I just narrowed it down to this one. Uh, Because it talks about the spark, where you got the ignition to get into the horse world. Uh, And that's what I love it so much, and it's The Ride by Chris Ledoux.
1: I'm glad you got him in there. I was trying to figure out a way to get him. Yeah.
0: The Ride by Chris Ledoux basically tells the story of a kid. You know, going to the fair and little stinking ponies walking in a circle in a parking lot and falling in love with it. You know, he talks about the, the, that spark that ignited everything, you know. And I love this, the way he sings that song, the way that song is written. It, it's everyone, especially if you're first generation in the horse world, like, you know, like I am, that song hits different. And, and he yeah. was too. You know, I mean, Chris, he was an Air Force brat, you know, from Mississippi. People forget that. He didn't spring up like a cactus flower out of the desert somewhere. You know, <laughs> no, 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 he's an Air Force brat from Mississippi that fell in love with horses and rodeo and started riding buck and horses and found his way to Wyoming.
1: Yeah. Yep. He was, gosh, we just, we lost him entirely oh, too God. soon.
0: No, in his. I mean, prime. it breaks my heart
1: to think about it now.
0: In Chris's prime, we lost him. Mm-hmm. But we've got Ned, and Ned, Ned does a pretty good job of filling them shoes.
1: You know, there there's a lot of children of, you know, very well known country artists that they are trying. But they aren't. Then you know. there's Ned. <laughs> and then there's Ned.
0: Exactly. Uh, Ned. Exactly. Uh, the only other ones that uh, the only other ones that hold a candle even close to Ned is uh, Merle Haggard's sons.
1: hmm They and, do a, and, you know, they and, do a pretty good job. She's completely. She's. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Roseanne Cash, she's yeah. completely nothing like her dad. No, no, you know, she's talented in her own. To, no, to she's talented that. in her own right. She's, it, and she wanted to go her own mm-hmm. way. You know, some of these. You know, <laughs> you know so, some of these artists that are children of artists that, that try to go out there
0: make work. a buck off of their dads and their moms. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But Ned Ledoux, uh, Ned Ledoux is one of those that his dad was his hero. And his dad still is his hero. And damn if he don't sound just like him.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, Ned Absolutely. is. And he is making his own way. Now, he incorporates a lot of his dad's music into his show. And rightfully show. so. I mean, when you sound like the man, uh, you damn right you better play some Chris LeDoux songs when you've got that voice. Because people want to hear it. I want to hear it. When I go to a Ned LeDoux show, I want to hear Chris. But I also want to hear mm-hmm. Ned. Ned does Ned does a great job on his own mm-hmm. So yeah. what do you got next?
1: absolutely well let, let's go ahead this is the first time our list has crossed over mm-hmm. but i'll 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 jump cody johnson
0: okay hey, rodeo
1: yeah i did not hear that initially on the radio i initially the first and i didn't, I didn't even know, know it was him that did it yeah, I heard I, it on Yellowstone. Uh, the first I time I heard it, uh, it was bef-
0: and it was before Yellowstone or before it was on the radio or anything like that, before Reba got involved with the song or anything. Um, uh, I had a good friend of mine that was a Cody Johnson fan. They were like, hey, Cody just dropped a song single today. You need to go check it out. And I'm like, okay. And so I went on Spotify or, or whatever. I was using at the time. And uh, it was Dear Rodeo. And and I'm not even gonna exaggerate or lie to you. I was in tears listening to that song because where mm-hmm. what he is singing about and what he is singing from in that song, I've lived. And you know, chasing yeah. buckles that you'll just never friggin' put on. You know, waking yeah. up, yeah. waking up in a motel parking lot, drinking shitty coffee, trying to get to the next show. Like, yeah, I just, oh, my God, it hit me. That song hit me so hard in the fields. Don't let, don't let me take away from your explanation of why you like that song. But I'm just telling you, I've lived it, and that song hits so hard for me.
1: You know, here, here's, I, I'm not. I'm not a rodeo rider. I'm not a competitive rider. There's You're not, not an a re- lot of that. You're not an arena monkey like I am. No, or was
0: no, no, there's not a
1: there's not a lot of that there's not a lot of that around here. There's no ranching around here. You know, I I trail ride my horses. I just enjoy my time. Yeah, and, and there's not I a damn thing live wrong with that. Vicariously, yeah, I I kind of live vicariously through a lot of this music. Yeah. You know, I'm I really do. Um you know, that's just that's not a and and, and it, it is more so now than it was when I was younger. You know, rodeo culture is just not a Kentucky culture. No, it's not. I mean it's really not. And uh so not so saying even, there's not I some really good. Like,
0: not saying there's not some really good cowboys that's come out of Kentucky, but it's just not. No. You know, no. I, I would honestly say South Carolina down here probably has more of a cowboy culture than probably Kentucky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially here in Eastern Kentucky where I'm from. Yeah. You know, there's not cowboys climbing these mountains on horseback. No. You know, the, the main purpose of horses is hill jacks for the last 150, 250 years. <laughs> is getting from point a to point b around here yeah um you know so i just you know just just in general that type of music just kind of makes me think about you know what what if i was oh yeah that kind of lifestyle
0: the the next one on my list is kind of along those lines to an extent but it's also uh, something I can relate to when it comes to horses and desperation for money. What what money will make you do when you're broke? And somebody's like, "Hey, I got a horse. Uh, you know, I'll give you a few bucks if you want to work with it." And if you had money, you'd look at that plug and go, "I'm not touching that." Uh, but it's "Strawberry Roan" by Marty Robbins. This is like Marty Robbins song, number three. It it yeah, it's just, it's literally all about. The worst way possible to make ten bucks, because he like he says in the song it was for ten bucks he rode this horse that was bucked everybody off.
1: That's a good. I haven't heard, I haven't listened to that one in a while. Uh-huh. In it a, is a damn good song. It still it still minute. holds up, right?
0: Uh, as the kids say, in a minute. See, because of in you, a minute I'm going to be
1: listening to Mari Rabin. Yeah, Marty. We're listening to Marty Robbins for the next month. Yeah, it,
0: it, I'm sorry. Weird. When you're Marty Ravens' bass player, you know just <laughs> the beer now, slips. Don't worry. We're we're just gonna get hammered recording <laughs> this, and then go just crash Susan Pierce. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> and enjoy it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So every everything else we've already covered. I've I've got one more. Have you got
1: another one? I've I've got one more. Go ahead. And, then and I've I got one more. I guarantee you it wasn't on your list. Oh, shit. was it Percheron Walmart? Mules by Tyler Childers.
0: I have not heard that song. Really? Really. I have not. I need to listen. I love a listen. good draft mule, by the way. I love a Kentucky mule. A I don't know one. if anybody's ever had a Kentucky mule, but it's so much better than a Moscow mule. <laughs> oh, wait. Different mules. My bad. Uh, no, but on a serious Bertrand note mule. On a serious note, guys, listen Next time you're in a bar Tell the bartender You want a Kentucky mule They'll know exactly what you're talking about Thank me later And they'll make it for you And they'll make it for you It's a Moscow mule, but instead of vodka It's got bourbon <laughs> It's like angels were to fly out of your arse <laughs> The best line from Titanic, <laughs> which is in the news more than it probably was in 1912 at this point. Oh gosh! You got <laughs> My man hit me his me microphone and everything. and everything. <laughs> uh, all right, so so tell me
1: about the song. Uh, it, you know, it's I just, mean it's uh, Tyler
0: Childers, it's Timmy Ty. Everybody loves Timmy Ty. I do.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and he he he's really a. You know, back to his roots, top musician and and songwriter, singing about the, you know the old days and how things used to be. You know, especially he's from. Oh yeah, he's a Pike you know, County he, kid, from, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's from. You know, have you heard his song? Uh, uh, what is it? Take me to Virgie. Yeah, I have. That's an amazing okay. song. I'll tell you about so this. I, er- Everybody knows when my wife was in med school, I lived in Virgie.
0: Really? Yeah. Wait, I thought he meant like Virgie was West Virginia. I didn't know it was a town. The town of Virgie, Kentucky. I -I -I did not know this. Is
1: that in Pike County is that Pike County? It's in Pike County. My address was two oh two Indian Creek Road, Virgie, Kentucky. Mine in Pike County Cole.
0: Daddy word like a mule burn. I mean, mine and Pike County, <laughs> coal. had a lot too many beers. You know what? I love, uh, the fact that I, you know, I'm not a very religious person. I respect everyone and no matter what their religious beliefs are, I'm right there. With, <laughs> you want me to go to church with you? Dude, I'll go. I'll set the pew with you. Uh, I'm just not a very religious person. Uh, he's got me listening to gospel music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just come on, man. Uh but when That's I think way of, way of the way of the way true I god. god. Yeah. Man, let me tell you so I know a lot of atheists like me that are just getting down. I <laughs> you know? I'm not really an atheist, I'm probably more of an agnostic than anything, but like I, a lot of us are just like listen, if it was all like this, we'd show up just for the music, babe. <laughs> the uh um, the the to me though, uh, like with Tyler Childers, I going to listen. We're gonna go down a little Tyler Childers rabbit hole. That's okay by me. Just how how genuine Tyler Childers is. Um, uh, and again, you know, it might not like I probably wouldn't agree with Tyler Childers on a personal level with very much, but as an artist, uh, there's not a whole lot I don't like. Uh, and and I'll be the first to tell you. Probably one of my favorite Tyler Childers songs, "Shake the Frost." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when he comes in, like when you have the lead up, and then all of a sudden the vocals come in. You know, you remind me of a Sunday back home in old Kentucky. The church choir just belting through the pines. Oh my god! So I don't do that justice, but just imagine if that was Tyler Childers. Ugh. Man, if right. I don't get you in the right.
1: feels. You know, he, you, know it, you, you were saying he's just so real. And, and his music is the same way. It's just raw, real, and him.
0: I saw, and it was when he first came out, I was doing some, I was looking for a Tyler Childress song at the time, and I couldn't think of the name of it. And so I was Googling some lyrics. And I came across a forum uh, on a Somewhere on a music forum, and somebody goes, Hey, you need to check out this new guy out of Kentucky called Tyler Childers, and he listens a song. And a bunch of these old guys, boomers, is all I can think of, uh, because it's exactly how these guys act. There's a difference between, you know, <laughs> our parents, you know, that were cool people, and then actual boomers who are just douches. Yeah. But this guy was a the douche I replied, he goes, he, he, he reminds me of Bob Dylan and he was, a, he was a dumbass too. His music ain't no good. He can't sing, couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. And I'm like, what? What are you listening to? This man sings with the angst like he's been, you know, uh, mining Pike County coal for a hundred years. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not Tennessee Ernie Ford. Um, and first of all, who said Bob Dylan was bad?
1: Yeah. I mean, I exactly. like Bob
0: Dylan. I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm just you know, I, I saw that guy review it and I'm like, yeah, this guy's probably fun at parties.
1: <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. It's, you know, I it's and to be honest with you, 100% honest with you, the first time that I heard him, I was like, eh, you know, but the more I heard and the more I listened to, um, and then he kept coming out with stuff. I'm like, "This, he, he's he's the real deal." Oh yeah, you know, I really enjoy him. And, and it's funny because he's an Eastern Kentucky guy. I'm an Eastern Kentucky guy. We both run with people that are in our. Circle. It's rel- I've it's relatable. I've never an opportunity to. Yeah. Um, I think and, the and thing mus- is, you know, musician-wise.
0: Oh yeah, uh, but outside Go of ahead. that, I think I think ethnic Appalachians have a lot in common. Yeah, and, oh yeah. I, I'll fight anybody that says Appalachian in an ethnicity in a heartbeat. It is wholeheartedly an ethnicity. Uh, I'm eth- just as much as
1: a Cajun. I'm not. Yeah, I'm in not Cajun culture.
0: I'm not geographically an Appalachian. I'm ethnically an Appalachian. Both of my parents were both Appalachian borns. My grandparents were Appalachian yep. borns. My great grandparents were Appalachian borns. Uh, probably very similar to yours. And Appalachian culture mm-hmm. is something that is slowly dying. And it is so unique, from the language to you know, just the the cultural significance of Appalachia is so underrated.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, so much of of Appalachian culture shaped American history. Oh yeah. Um, in the same way that South Carolina culture shaped
0: American well, history. Well, to be fair, my state has a bad habit of just listen. If there's ever a quarrel, just go ahead and just cast eyes over to my state. They instigated it. Like, we we love right. instigating a good. Yeah. We love instigating a good fight.
1: Like, like, if you really dug deep, there was probably a South Carolinian somehow involved in the Hatfield-McCoy feud. You would not
0: listen? Something tells me that South Carolinian probably bred that pig. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, I mean, it's, you know, uh, every, you know, you look at the Rev War. What was the biggest thorn in the side of the British? It was the South Carolina. Okay, and they're like, oh, we've got a lot You're of. Right. You know, even though there was the majority of the state were like pro-British, we don't we don't like to claim that, but but, but we were. But it was just the <laughs> it was the malicious men here in South Carolina that literally drove the British army back north so they could just get their ass waxed in Yorktown. <laughs> um, uh, you know, like, like we have had enough of the Carolinas. We're done. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, it took them like what two or three attempts to take Charleston. Just because, you know our our coon asses were just like, nah, fam, not gonna happen today. <laughs> uh, Damn
1: you, swamp box. That's right, yeah.
0: That, that and uh, that could be a whole episode. Not, not not gonna touch on that. I got I got one more on my list, and we'll wrap it up.
1: G- give us one more. Uh, it's a Chris Ledoux song. You can't have, you know, it's, it's
0: Chris. You can't you can't, you can't, you can't, we can't we can't we can't do this. Well, did you just pour one out for the man?
1: I wanted to pour one out for him, but then it'd mess up my keyboard, so...
0: You don't want to do that, yeah. I'm running empty, that's why I want to wrap this up. Um, so we can go aggravate the piss out of Susan Pierre. Um <laughs> And it's a song, and I don't know if you know it. You may know it. Uh, I don't want to doubt you if you do. Uh, but it's a song called uh, The Old Paint by Chris Ledoux. And it's not what you think. I know everybody's going, oh, I ride an old paint. Do-do-do-do-do-do. No, it's not that song. Uh, I have not heard that song. No, Old Pain" is uh, This Old Horse Knows His Way Home. And it, it's really about him and the bond he has with a horse. And he's out on the town, he's had way too many to drink, and he couldn't find his way home, but his horse knows the way home. Okay. And it's, just, it's all about the trust and the bond that you have with a horse. Um, and it's an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal song. One of the few times you really get to hear uh, how good Chris LeDoux's voice can be. Like, Chris LeDoux was never one of those guys that I would just go had a phenomenal voice. No, <laughs> Chris LeDoux yeah. had a Chris yeah. had a had a had a pretty rough voice. Uh, it was the subject matter that, that kept people coming back for more, and his energy.
1: It, it was the subject matter that made him so relatable.
0: Well, it, it was especially in this world, and but. The old paint, uh, it's not the old paint, it's just called old paint. And, and I, like I said, I, you know, earlier I could name a hundred Chris Ladue songs that could have made this list, but you know, at some you know, photo finish and Chris Ladue made a career out of rodeo music, so literally everything by Chris Ladue could have made my list. Yeah. And I yeah. love them all, so I had to kind of just narrow down, you know. But old paint is one that just <laughs> sticks out to me just because it really talks about the bond between a horse and man. That sounds like a German wire. Pair.
1: Yeah, she's she's bugging me to go out. So my little boy's taking her out. Now what what you were here's the thing. As I was putting together a list There are so many songs out there that are indirectly related to what we were talking about. Absolutely. It made it hard to really focus in and pick, or for me to focus in and pick, because, you know, depending on how broad of a brush you wanted to paint it with, there was a lot of stuff that I could have thrown onto that list. Absolutely. But I tried to
0: get it as specific as I could. Yeah, and it was so. the same for me, you know, in my list. It was just, you know, I, I basically looked at what I was listening to currently. Uh, we could go on another three hours. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. and, and, and you can't touch on everyone. But These are just the songs that, on the spur of the moment, on the, literally what, we had 20 minutes to prep, if that. Mm-hmm. the songs off the top of our head that meant something to us that were about horses or rodeo or Western culture or just, or just, you know, equitation as a whole. And um, th- this is, you know, what we came up with. And I know you guys probably have, you know, I'm probably going to get emails. I like shit. Why didn't you emails. mention this one? Why didn't you mention didn't you you Every, me- every episode I always get like 10 emails and, you know, I don't know. There's one person, can I go ahead and say this out there, and I know you're listening, and I love you to death, and thank you so very much for being a listener. I don't know you personally. I've never communicated with you in Messenger or anything like that. I don't even know if we're your friends on anything. Um, I appreciate you listening. With that said, I, 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 I don't need an email every week telling me how, how uh, I, I mispronounce something. It, it's fine. Nobody cares. I don't care. I really don't, but it's every week. What, every what, week.
1: We, oh, okay. So it's it's every time.
0: It's every time. It's every time.
1: Okay. I, yeah, I just good. Okay. They
0: got they got a hold of the show email. I get an email I just need to go ahead and give you. I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> I must go ahead and give you the keys to that stuff so you can read the shit too. <laughs> but you know, hey, I love you to death. Thank you for uh, listening. Feel... But it's cool. I don't give a damn about that much about my grammar. I'm an ethnic <laughs> Appalachian. An ethnic- we say shit like <laughs> side goggly, okay? <laughs> and widget did you? Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, on that note... We Jade, have want- dictionary. That's right. On that note, Jade, you want to wrap her up?
1: <laughs> what, what are we wrapping up? Just the whole thing?
0: We're going to wrap up the whole thing. If anybody... Okay. Uh, Anybody has the idea that, hey, I'd love to see these guys, hang out with them. You're going to have an opportunity uh, the 29th of June. If you come out to the Kentucky Horse Park, me and Jade will be walking around. We're going to be hanging out with Hex, Jade's horse, who is on loan to the Kentucky Horse Park, beautiful Marsh Tacky. And uh, I'm going to be headed over to the Barn of Champions and hanging out with uh, Funny Side, filming some content with him. And uh, we're going to be going through the 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 final countdown on that. We are getting in the final countdown, man. We've got we're counting the days. I am so stoked. First of all, I'm stoked just to see you again. You're one of my best mm-hmm. friends in the world right now, Absolutely. and uh, uh, that's what a lot of people don't understand. Jade's not just goes cases. Jade is one of my one of my good friends at this point in my life. Uh, it's scary how similar we are uh, on the on the, on the way we think and the stuff that we like. So you, you don't find them people too often. So when you do, you grab onto it with both hands. So, absolutely but um and I, I think we're at a point and i think we were both at points in each other's life where we we, we kind of needed a buddy like that uh i know i was ain't that the truth uh <laughs> but um but no we're gonna be at the kentucky horse park june 29th um you can find me and jade the 30th uh some. oh i gotta look at a calendar let me bring up a calendar
1: it's that Friday, isn't it? It's
0: going to be a 30th. I'll be leaving, headed that way on the 29th. So okay. the 30th. But you had me so, sweating there for a second. No, we'll be at the Kentucky Horse Park June 30th. Uh, we're going to be walking the grounds, checking out some cool horses, going to the Museum of the Horse. If you want to hang out with us, go with us, whatever. You're more than welcome to. We're absolutely more than friendly. We're a little awkward, but we're friendly. Um, and if, then... If
1: you see, you, you see a... Well, you see two people walking side by side, kinda of looks like an egg beater. That's that, that, that's, that's gonna be us. That's right. You yeah. know, uh if you
0: see a really big guy and what looks like his son, that's me and Jade. <laughs> the uh and then on the first, uh, I'll be in Dayton, Ohio. Uh I'll be at the uh, Museum of the Air Force in Dayton, Ohio. Uh on at Wright Pat, mm-hmm. checking out the Memphis Bell and uh hanging out. Jade, you ought to come up.
1: I wish I could.
0: Um, I want so, to now. I
1: didn't know you were going there.
0: Yeah, on Saturday the first, I'll be up at the museum. Of, uh, excuse me, Museum of the Air Force, uh, nerding out on what I actually have a degree in, um, and, and not the history of horses, by the way. And uh, be doing all that with my good friend Gabby Goldenbogen of um, Jumpstart Equine. So and her friend Bree. So that'd be fun hanging out with those guys. Um, I'll be. Uh, headed back south on Sunday, and I'll be passing through uh, Nashville, uh, hanging out with my b- good buddy Pierre from TikTok, and he's going to help me with my drip. Uh, I'm doing the
1: fork over a couple of hats. That's what I'm talking. I about. Know, he's, know he's got a few.
0: You know Pierre, don't you? Uh, so I'll be hanging out with Pierre. Uh, I don't know where he's going to take me, but he said he's going to dress me up right. So on the latest cusp of western Western fashion. So. I'm kind of stoked for that, so that's gonna be fun. And then I'll be back in South Cacalac come Monday because Tuesday is Fourth of July, and I'm gonna spend that with my family. So gonna be a busy next weekend. I have the whole week off, so it's it's fine. (laughs) Enjoy it, brother. So on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. A little different show than I I know what you guys are used to, but um, give us some feedback. Shoot us an email. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Tell us how you feel about it. If you like this type of content, uh, you know, we'll do more stuff like this maybe in the future. Um, it was spur of the moment. We actually had a guest lined up, but the guest had, had something they had to do and no no fault of their own. Um, so me and Jade at the last second was like, hey, let's talk about some of our, our favorite songs. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy it.
1: Yep. yep. So- Made it work.
0: Made it work. We made it work, man. We'll, we'll crank it out. No matter. We can put us. You can put us under a microscope. You, you you bring the pressure in on us. We'll we'll we'll, we'll make something happen. <laughs> so on that note, we're gonna go uh, terrorize Susan Pierre. If you don't know who Susan Pierre is, she is at Susan Pierre on the Clock app, TikTok, and uh, go give her a follow. While you're at it, go give uh, me and Jade a follow. I am at J Ryan Chastain. and Jade. You are at
1: at Jade
0: Rains. At Jade Rains. And um, yep. follow us. Follow the show on Instagram. Uh, follow the show on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's at the horse's eyes, or at behind the horse's eyes. Excuse me. Same thing on Facebook. Uh, we don't have a TikTok. We need a show TikTok so I can just take X scripts from this and put it on there. That I wouldn't just, hurt. I wouldn't hurt. We we are kind of funny sometimes. Ish. <laughs> um, so, but on that note, on behalf of myself and Jade, we will catch you guys next time. You all take care.